What's up, guys? Welcome to Beyond the Gym Floor. Cool chat today. We talked about skills beyond the hard skills. So obviously, we just laid out how important is it to actually be a really fucking good trainer from a hard skills perspective and then how important is it to understand things like coaching, human behavior, sales, budgeting, planning for the future, just small business traits that you need to be successful in this space. What's more important? Is one more important than the other? How do you become the top of the industry? Can you combine both? Where should you be spending your money in terms of investment in education? And a few other bantery bits and pieces. Enjoy the episode. Don't forget our weekend intensive, I believe, is this weekend if I've got the dates right. So if you haven't got your tickets, make sure you jump on, get them today where it's going to be huge. Uh, It's going to be a really, really big event. We're super excited for it. So we hope we see you there. Enjoy the episode. Now I look back at the message of you saying we can, like, oh, you needed more information yeah. so you weren't stressed. Yeah, I was like... I'm I was, just, I read yeah. it like, just get out of bed, Jace. Like, Because I was just like, you don't want to get up early? No, it was nothing. <laughs> well, I don't want to drive three minutes down the road. Are serious? <laughs> when really yeah. you were just like, oh, what's wrong? Yeah, it was like, the three of us need to have a meeting. It's like, fuck, man. All right, what has happened? What's the matter? It's like, all right, what fire do we need to like, put out now? <laughs> Director life. Fuck. <laughs> Small business owner life. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome to the game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's news? Um, Anything we didn't talk about on fit? Not a whole lot. Uh, there's lot. I mean, there's lots going on behind the scenes at yeah at STC coming soon. We'll call it it. Do we call it STC now? Mm. It's I do. Just like lots happening. I do, yeah. On the learn side and the fit side. Yeah. I'll tell you what. I know everyone's gonna be like, of course. But I'm fucking pumped for this intensive. Like I was doing the worksheets, like the workbooks, like. Yeah. And um and even just making like the presentations, it's just like where do you stop? Like seriously, yeah. Like how like early? Our, it's big yeah, as yeah. Fuck. Well, because <laughs> we've got the kind of the, There's the, so much there, yeah. Um, the running sheet on the topics, and it's like you know some of some of the things you know we've allocated more time, less time, yeah. And then it's just like really hard to know when to stop, yeah. But yeah, just so much value. I'm so excited. Yeah. I reckon yeah. we'll have 20, maybe 25, 30 would be out of control. Yeah. People, everyone that I've spoken to that's got a ticket is super cool, which I think is- Important. Really important to me. It's like, it's going to be a room yeah, you want the vibes. Awesome humans. Yeah, you want the vibes and the culture to be- Yeah. You know, which I think complimentary is part of, to us. Part of the content shift that we've made yep. is like everyone that comes into the circle now is like yeah. in the circle. Same. It's it's cool. Same yeah. vibes. So I'm really excited for that. I think it's gonna yeah. be it's gonna be a fucking huge weekend because we've got VIP yeah. Friday night. Yeah. Present all day Saturday. Correct. Out Sunday. Saturday night. Yeah. Out Saturday night. Yeah. And then Sunday present. Correct. So I'll see you all Wednesday. I booked my haircut for Wednesday. Yeah, it's mine. Getting a fade. It's the off week for me. Yeah, I haven't got a haircut lately because I can shave my own hair. Yeah, yeah. And I can fade my own beard. Yeah. Once I, I get tried, my fade friend. I tried to fade my. I tried to fade mine today. I don't know. I went okay. I think. YouTube. Yeah, no, the my barber taught me. Yeah, I can fade my beard. Yeah, no, no worries. Yeah, me too. My beard. Yeah, <laughs> levels, guys. <laughs> my stubble. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I had to learn a new trick during the week. Well, last time I went there, that because I come in heavy. Keep bumping the mic, so I, was, I come in heavy like goatee area. Yeah. So I actually have to go. I use. I go down with the razor with the clippers here. Yeah. And I go up with the clippers here. Yeah, against the grain. Yeah, so then it's shorter. Yeah. But because it's thicker, it looks yeah. the same. Yeah, I've got the uh, toilet brush across the yeah. moustache as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I Let shave it. my face, yeah. it's way darker. I actually saw a guy yesterday. I didn't mind the look and I think I could grow it in. It was like he just had the bottom. Yeah, right. So the mustache was totally shaved. So it was like the mm. inverse of a mustache. It's like yeah. a face mullet. I don't know. Yeah. So- <laughs> face mullet. <laughs> I was like, I dig so it. It was chin, like just chin. chin mullet. Just chin hair. I was like, I like yeah, that. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think I could pull that off because it doesn't come up high enough my cheeks to have the beard. Yeah. You could get a fade on your alternate week though. You can get a fade every week. Yeah. Every week. If I, I if I... But so he did my face for the first time not Thursday, the time before. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I'll just let him do it every two weeks. Mm. And I was like, I look homeless. <laughs> so I have to do it myself. Oh, you got to upkeep the beard. Week. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
but yeah, I the my haircut schedule for this Thursday, so it'll be the off week. So I might book in for an extra one. Yeah. Get a get clip it up. Yep. That's it. It's almost coming enough at the top that I can actually cut it's my not size in. Next weekend, the weekend after, right? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. When oh, this is out, it's like this sorry. weekend. Sorry. No, no, no. So my haircut's the week. Yeah, the week, the Wednesday before it. Perfect. So I'm going to shave my head this weekend. Yeah. And Let it go to that. Yeah. yeah. That's it. Yeah. So it's this weekend, I think, when this comes out. Yeah. Like, it's Monday. It'll be oh, this of course. Saturday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's my brain. It's happening. Yeah, but that's it. That's pretty much. Pretty yeah. Much I fucking G'd for it. And then also. Sydney, yeah, 13th. 13th, 14th, 15th of October. Yeah, so 13th for the workshop with Ash from yep. MA, which would be sick. We're going to cover marketing. Oh, she coming to Sydney as well? Yeah, yeah, she's doing both. Oh, sick. Yeah, yep. yeah. So okay. both the Friday workshops are going to be collapse. And then photo shoot, lift off. November the 10th. Yeah, 11th. my birthday, Jason. 10th, 11th, and 12th. Oh, which, which day is it? 10th. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, you're born on Remembrance Day. No, with the eleventh day after it's the eleventh or the eleventh, right? Yeah, yeah. at eleven, eleven. I feel like that one, like obviously your birthday is important because I've been watching so much war history. Yeah, Remembrance Day is going to have to pause. It's going to hit a bit different, you know. When pause on the photo shoot. Yeah, I think it's always been. I've always been one of those people to respect. Yeah, you've always day. cared about it. I remember a few Instagram rants. Yeah, people not stopping in the gym shit. Yeah, yeah. I think it's a very important thing to recognize mm. the um, the efforts of anyone that's like, you know kind of either been conscripted or just said that they were going to come go and go. defend you know yeah. um, their country. So it's pretty wild. Yeah, I, it's just like now I can, I see more of mm. the magnitude of like what happened and yeah. you know just stories and stuff. It's, it's wild like, to think about, man. It's it's yeah, it's wild and it's also I think a little bit of a spit in the face that you only get a minute. Yeah, a year. Yeah, you know I mean? yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Oh, let's we all be quiet for a minute, and a guy just plays on a like, yeah, you know, on a trumpet or whatever it is, and it's like it's we tough. just stand here. It's like, fuck, man. Like when we get a holiday for a fucking football game, yeah, like a parade, yeah. It's like it's it kind of and a horse race and shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, I just yeah. think like that's so much more, yeah, you know, important. Yeah, and people fuck around Anzac Day too. Yeah, well, that's it. And Anzac yeah. Day as well. It's like, it's oh, you get treated. a day off and stuff. And it's like, not treated. Yeah. But it's like, it's a day off and be. there's a big game of footy. Yeah. Um, it's a, not... Have a sausage, mate. That's it. Yeah. And even yeah. that, like, you know, sometimes like people are like, oh, you're going to go to the... Um, there's more... The ceremony. And I'm like, oh, it's too early. And I'm like, bro, now yeah. that you you saw, it's like these people like lived in fucking trenches. Yeah. Fucking got shot out, bombed too out. separated. Yeah, it's like yeah. if you actually go and immerse yourself in like what happened, it's like you can be like, I can get up early just to respect these people. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, which most people don't know. Us, we would both have family that at some given point mm. connected to. I'm not Italian, so does I don't have to say either side. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like you know they yeah, obviously yeah. were just doing what they were told. What, where was like Malta and all that? So so were we they, we were we got wrecked. Yeah, yeah, we got wrecked. Like my my grandparents. So Italy just fucked Malta up. So the so Italy Italy and the Germans because because Malta was a supply line for the British through Africa. Oh dear! So they were getting That's a lot idea. of this. Yeah. So so Italy, yeah. the Germans told um, Italy to take Malta so that that supply line got cut off. Yeah. And they underestimated the fight back. Yeah, yeah. So like you got to think Gangsters. like if you're coming to someone's home, yeah, but it's their home. Yeah. It's yeah. kind of like why America didn't invade Japan. Yeah, yeah, every single person is going to defend themselves. Stand like, up, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they just <clears throat> underestimated, and you know, they obviously got the shit bombed out of them for fucking days. My grandparents lived underground for their whole childhood, basically. Wow. Yeah, it's terrifying stories. Which is why I know that's why. Which is why I understand religion. Yeah. In that perspective. Yeah. Because it's just like, what else do you have? Yeah. And there were just all these miracle things that happened, which is like you know, God, yeah. like God was on our side, kind of thing. Whatever. Um, but yeah, they got pounded mm. and they managed to withstand the, the Italians for enough for the English to get there. And support. Correct. And yeah, then, yeah. yeah. So, but it was like, yeah, fuck the damage had been done yeah. by then. So. We went to, um, Gibraltar when we were in Spain. Yeah. Gibraltar. That's the English part, right? I don't know. It sounds cool there. I think. Fuck. If I've messed that up, I'm really sorry. I'm usually good with geography. But There's like a, yeah. a fucking, it's the size of Melbourne. Yeah. An island that is... British yeah. in Spain. I'm trying to search for it, but keep talking. And it's the same. You can see Africa, you can see Spain at one one spot, like just on the hill. It's a British overseas territory. Yeah, yeah, cool. Sweet. Um, and it's still owned by the British? 
It's wild, isn't it? So it's like you literally have to hand over your passport mm. and then everyone starts talking to you in a British accent and shit. It's like, yeah. what the fuck? This is wild. Isn't that crazy how they just like haven't given it back? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because it was like, it's still the main road through, through. So it's like, if everything, anything ever goes down, like still yeah. else. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. It's, cr- it's really oh, cool. That happens. Yeah. I wish we had time to go across and just to like say, I've been to Africa. It would have been cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, obviously we couldn't. But yeah, it was wild walking in was like, hey, welcome. Come and jump on the bus. We'll do a tour. And then going back, there was like people that didn't have the right documentation and stuff. Like, I reckon there was four different girls under 30 in different areas of customs yeah. on the ground crying. Oh, really? Because they weren't going to be able to get back in the Their trip was ruined. They were fucked. Yeah. And like you walk in and it's friendly British people in like kind of suits-ish. And then you go in to get back into Spain. It's fucking... Yeah. Like, semi-automatic weapons over the shoulder. Yeah. Like, massive soldiers in yeah. full outfits. i what, like, the Spanish... Um, the <laughs> Spanish authorities, we'll call them. So, they're mm. police and their special forces units or, like, their armed guard. Yeah, yeah. They were fucking henched. <laughs> yep. Yeah. It's not like... Um, like, our, you know, our military would probably be, you know, all right. But, you know, some yeah, yeah. police force. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Maybe in a calorie surplus more than we should be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I couldn't believe it. I was like, yeah. I was real nervous. I was like, I yeah. know we have everything because we checked, but like, yeah. there's so many people here who can't get back in. It's yeah. wild. Yeah, it's and it's like their flight is over there. Yeah. That just gives me anxiety. Yeah, and just you can't... planning a trip with all of that. I'd yeah. rather just now. It's just like I'd rather just go two places and go home. <laughs> <laughs> Look, to be fair, it's like there's a lot of signage going yeah. in. What you need oh, to get back. Yeah, okay. it's like. Yeah. You just didn't. You yeah, just yeah. thought I would... We're traveling, I need a passport. They're probably well. American or Australian. Yeah. And it's like, but I just go there. It's yeah. like, nah, it's not how things work. Yeah, you apply for visas. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's not driving to New South Wales. Yeah. yeah. Or catching the boat to Tassie, you know? It's like, it's, yeah, these are different. Yeah. They need to know why you're coming here <laughs> yeah. and then why you're coming back Yeah, here. and the fact that the Brits own that is a problem. Like, they, yeah. they don't like that, that it's there. So, they don't like you going there and coming back. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. definitely for security <laughs> reasons. It's 100% a national security reason for why they took that piece of land and haven't given it back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, so we... And then Gold Coast, we're coming March. Yeah, we are coming. So far. Yeah, we. <laughs> <laughs> for those that aren't aware, my wife is due late January. Yeah, Starting to think that that's first not week, we. First weekend of March. <laughs> that is not a we we'll trip. See. We'll see. We actually had to go have the because of oh, the, yeah, the other thing that's going on in the background that we can't announce. So much happening, guys. October will probably announce. Yes. Yeah, um, we had to actually go sit down and be like, so this has happened. Yeah. This is probably gonna happen. Help. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I need reinforcements. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we need. Yes. You're gonna exactly need reinforcements that. anyway. <laughs> Yeah, but it was you just like just a, want to know that. It's just a formal like I didn't want to just be like expectation. One hundred percent, of course. Like okay, so just, of course. This is the situation we're in. Mm. This is what we think is going to happen. We're going to need first grandkid though, right? Yeah. Oh, you're going to get all no, the no, no, no. Oh, second. Fuck. Yeah, we're going to get all the treatment. Yeah. Oh yeah. Why don't I even ask that? I'm yeah, already. Yeah. yeah. But you still get the treatment because there's not many. Correct. Yeah. It's like yeah. you know. It's like oh, it's our tenth grandchild. It's like uh, yeah. Okay, I think. <laughs> As, it's rough. It's a rough thing to say, but there's. I think there might be a difference, mum to daughter. Oh yeah, as yeah. well. Always. Like if you're always if your daughter, if you're the mum, yeah. you're having your daughter's having a kid. Yeah, it's like yeah. that's a different to your son's having a kid too. Yeah, of course. Come out of the same hybrid, yeah. a hybrid oven. You know? Yeah, like yeah. And it's, it's like you got you're going through the same, the genetic, same thing, same genetic oven. Yeah, and like you don't like the daughter-in-law. Where's the boundary? Yeah. It's like, whereas like, yeah, you don't get, it's my daughter. Maybe you like, can't enjoy it as much, the process or whatever. Yeah. Or connect, connect. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a different challenge. Well, either way, let's hope that it gives you guys some good preferential treatment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. So I can go to Queensland. Yeah, for, for our sake. Yes. And hang yeah. out. It'll be a very disorganized trip if I'm in charge. <laughs> Jess runs it all now anyway. Good old Voldemort. She's got it covered. Uh, there we go. Hey, we didn't say, did we talk about nah, Jess on the other podcast? We didn't. Yeah, I did. The civil training. Yeah, she made you do the photo shoot twice with two mentions. Stay tuned for Wednesday's episode, Jess. You get two mentions. (laughs) (laughs) 
What do it. you think outside of programming nutrition yep. that everyone spends all of their time on? Yeah. Outside of those two things, because we got the, the skills pillar this week. Yeah. But we will talk about training skills another time because we have the intensive coming up, which is all about business. Yep. Face-to-face coach. Mm-hmm. Three, top three skills outside of those two. Coaching. What does that mean? The ability to have a, to communicate with your client effectively. Yeah. But that's really, if you put coaching in a nutshell, right? It's like, yeah. Communicating, building relationships. Mm-hmm. The forging of your relationship and how you communicate would be the the next um the first skill that I would think about outside of yeah training and stuff. Are these like technical skills like for the benefit of the client or the business? Just any skill you think you need. Oh let's say six figure coach, like yeah, hashtag so bruh. Coaching because that's like how you get outcomes and how you yeah. keep the client. Yeah. Right. So you need to be very good at that. Um is like is money a skill? Like finances a skill? Yeah, I was gonna say budgeting. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think money management. Money management, yeah. Money management, because yeah, like you know, we've talked countless stories of like even when we we made like heaps, mainly you, even <laughs> when you made a lot, kind of like still came out the other side with the same as when you made very little. Yeah. So it's like that's a that's a skill that you don't get taught, yeah. like how to manage money and like the difference between personal and business income and yeah what what should be left aside for the business and yeah like you know i've had different conversations you know you have know, friends are just like how much do you make you know and we just kind of like get a bit pissed and start telling each other like what we actually make yeah um and i was like yeah but like i make this much but like my business costs me this much yeah to, yeah. to, run, to it. run and yeah. they were like that doesn't count and i'm like it does count yeah it's like your wage up in my pocket yeah like <laughs> your wage is just like your business has taken all of that yeah all of that out of what you actually earn them yeah and then they pay you that. So Correct. if you make 100K, like you probably cost the business like more than that. Like yeah, you know, yeah. 120, 130. Yeah. So yeah. yeah and um, you probably make 500. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. You're probably making them whatever. So um, yeah, I think like that is really important. Because mm. yeah, if you don't have some form of financial stability, like your future and fitness is got an expiry date on yeah. it. Um, what would I do next? You said three, right? Yeah. Skill-wise, I don't know if it's a skill, but it's like uh, foreshadowing. Um, so, Well, not foreshadowing, sorry. It's like seeing into the future. Yep. So like um, maybe like goal setting. And yeah, yeah. Vision. Vision. So it's like, um, and I'm I'm still, you know, I still work, need to work on this myself. Um, people get caught up in the moment. Yeah, and ride the wave of the moment mm-hmm. until the wave is no longer able to be ridden. Yeah, and by that time, and yeah, and yeah. then they need to catch another wave. But it's like the time to to yeah, yeah. So it's like if you're always like even when things are going well, like you see it with the coach that's like got all the clients and they stop posting on social media. Yeah, and then you can tell when they need more clients. Yeah, because like they the social yeah, it was like yeah. every second day there's a post on there. It's yeah, like, oh, yeah, this person needs more clients. Like yeah. when you're aware of these things, like you just know, right? Yeah. It's like, all right, last intake, the minimum terms up. Yeah. You know, 50% of them dropped off. We need 50% more clients, right? Yeah. So um, foreshadowing like the vision of the business, like, you know, it's just like, are you going to be online coaching only at the moment? Are you in the gym at the moment? What does that look like? You know, like what's the business look like? Where's the um, the industry going? Yep. You know, what are the demands and needs of the client going? Like what are they, are you guys moving with, you know, is your business moving towards that? Yeah. Yeah. So I think like having that vision is really important. So you don't get left behind. You know? yeah. Cause you can get left behind like, you know, just with like the session trainer. Yeah. It's like yeah, it's, they're making heaps and they're pumping yeah. out sessions, but there's no evolution. Do you think that's that. a, you're a one or the other? Cause that's interesting. <sighs> like we look at our roles. That's my job. Yeah, no, Here's that, the vision. So when I said I'm still working on it, it's cause I don't have to. Yeah yeah. 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 I mean, I still work on it, but not to the capacity that like, so sometimes like when you and I have conversations, I'll just like, wow, like, like, <laughs> yeah, I didn't think about that. Well, just like, yeah, yeah. how do you think that way? Yeah. But then I'm like, do you think that way? Because you are like, you think that way because you have to. Yeah. But I also get into a thing that ends up like, like the campaigns. First campaign, let's go. Second campaign. I hate this. 
<laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, it's just like that repetition stuff. I'm like, ugh. Like, yeah. I, that's boring to me. Yeah. Where your skill set is, this is my task for the week. It's process if that's, orientated. If that's repeatable, yeah. I'm going to eat it up. Like, yeah. Yeah, I, I guess like uh, you can be so process orientated. A, yeah, personality trait. Yeah, yeah. I think like at some point you can still, like even if I let's say no one else existed, um, I would have to develop the skills of, you know, establishing vision and goal setting and spending time making sure those things lined up though. (laughs) So, yeah, like even if you were poor at it, you would still want to have some form of structure and a framework to to do to to, yeah to to be able to line those things up so you don't get caught in the gym just doing the same shit, you know. um, We talk about like, you know, the five, 10 year trainer who's you know so experienced, but they're only experienced at doing sessions. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. they only, they do the same, the same experiences. It's the same task. It's the same place, the same environment. And it's like, would that person have moved along a bit further in their development and their journey as a business? If they thought, if they thought about what's next rather yeah. than just getting hung up on <clears throat> what's going on inside it. Yeah. I'd agree with all of those. Cause I think, so before we keep going, I just want to give you guys a little message about our Standout PT program. So Standout PT has been designed for personal trainers who want to sustain a long-term career in fitness, but right now they're sick of chasing clients, they're not making enough time for money, and they're super frustrated with the results that they're getting in their business, and they can't see themselves being here in three to five years' time. If you want to know more about the Standout PT program, head to stcfitlearning.com. Head to programs and all the details are there and you can book in your free exploration call where we can have a look and see whether or not that would actually be a suitable program for where your business is at right now. And back to the episode. I think if you're good at communication, relationship building, rapport, coaching, that's sales. Yeah. That's all that is. If you can make a phone call based on the intent of building a relationship with someone. I didn't even say sales, did I? Yeah, yeah. but I don't... I, that's... The four that, if there was four, sales is probably the third one. But mm. I think if you're good at, if you have the skill of if you're a good coach, relationship you're a good building, yeah, that's right. Yeah, someone's going to want to come and sit down with you, and then when they mm. do sit down with you, you're going to show genuine care and empathy yeah, and build that free flowing, and that's going to yeah. get you sales. And that's yeah. when we teach sales, that's what we teach, and Correct. then we also teach like reach model, yeah, communication Co- structure framework. Yeah, it's just an, it's the same thing. Which is yeah. what I think a lot of people miss. It's not like fucking put my hand on your knee and ask you about when your dog died and then yeah, make you feel use, sad. Touch you on the knee later on to make you feel sad about something else. Like it's not not necessarily about. Well, I heard a good bun during the week though. To be honest, Jeremy, a, tell good, me. a good little uh, a good trick. Can so you share it? people are generally people will run away. People will run from what they're scared of more than they'll run to what they're attracted to. Yeah. So using the the line was like, which we don't do much because it's uncomfortable, is like, what would it look like if you don't? Yeah. So if you don't do standout PT and six months from now, your habits and behaviors are still exactly the same as they are now, yeah. you won't be in the same spot. You'll be in a worse spot. Yeah. How are you going to feel about that? What would that feeling be worth to you to not have? Yeah. Okay. Now, if we do do it and you're making six figures and yeah, you're doing yeah. this and you're doing this, you're like, it's like, oh. I don't know if that's a good sales tactic. It's a great like, sales tactic. Oh, it's just sorry. how comfortable you are in yeah, doing it. Yeah. yeah. I think that's a good coaching tactic. I think it's things wor- aren't going yeah. I think it's great. worthwhile to ask the question. But that's like motivational. It's kind of like a hybrid of motivational interviewing, yeah. right? It's like a- What's the cost? Yeah. 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 Which again, like communication. What's, what, yeah. What's the benefit to doing X and what's the detriment yeah. to doing X and- trade those yeah. things off and you know you kind of see where you're at motivationally <laughs> yeah so we use some bits and pieces from um jordan peterson's few uh, self-authoring program so he has a future and past uh authoring in that and you do it's like three hours or something mm. right about what you don't want to happen in your life things that are non-negotiables that you're not willing to accept and shit and fuck man it changes it's pretty cool actually changes how you see the again. world how you how you would yeah i need to do five it five years later like, what would we do again. it five years ago yeah about five years ago. Yeah. I just want, yeah. You yeah. have to. I still got two dogs in the house. 
you, your situation's changed. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, mine was, I don't know if I, I want children. Have, mine's, I still have small calves. <laughs> still have two dogs. <laughs> Actually, I only had one dog at first. Yeah. Yep. There I don't go. know if I want children, and now yeah. we're 18 weeks pregnant. Yeah. 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 Changes. Sure does. Um, so, yeah, I think I think it is useful because people never think about it. Yeah. Because you, it's like people only. There's two things that people Sorry, get wrong. What are, what don't they think about? So they don't think about the cost of not doing something. So yeah. I think yeah. in a sales environment, if you think of it from what's going to get the best buy-in and action in the first month from this person, mm. asking them, what will it be like if you don't, is actually valuable to them as much as it's uncomfortable, because yeah. people don't actually think about that. Mm. So what happens if you just do sessions for the next six months? Yeah, stay in the same. You know spot, what I mean? Yeah. Like, mm. what's the cost of that? Mm. I'll probably be burnt out. I'll probably because it's not just it'll be the same. No, because you'll lose some. You start and, get burnt yeah. out. You'll start to resent clients. You'll start to lose mm. the fun that you're having with yeah. personal training. Like, lose sessions. Not sure how to replace them. More stress. Yeah. More anguish. Less fulfillment. So asking that question is valuable. So it makes sense to ask it of a client as well. It's like, okay, so if you just keep yeah. being on and off again. What does that look like in a year from now? In two years from now, when you're still doing the same bullshit, yeah. Versus if you come and do this, mm. so that's I think a worthwhile question. Just I think you can ask it in a non-sleazy way. You can you can do all of that. Yeah, like I wouldn't do it right before the price presentation, and if someone said no, I wouldn't be like, now Jason, yeah, you told me <laughs> that if you didn't do standout PT, that there's a chance you'll be out of the industry in twelve months. So what are we gonna do? today to get, to get this over the line <laughs> oh, that's just me that that part just at the end to get this over the line that makes me fucking because <laughs> that's like the generic <laughs> to get this over the line do you want to know my actual line in that situation I feel like you're when you say get this over the line when someone asks how you doing you're living the dream that's <laughs> you know like those <laughs> it's the same guy yeah yeah shout out guy. to not saying his name but you know who I mean <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to know my actual line? Yeah. When I get that? Uh, is, because they're PTs, it's so it's much easier, right? <clears throat> so sales 101, can't let you leave because you know there's a 95% chance you don't come back. Yeah. If you go think about it, you're not going to come back. Yeah, of course. So what needs to happen? Hmm. That's it. That's genuine though. That's it. It is. And it's backed by hard facts. 95%. Hmm. I don't know. <laughs> Good number though. <laughs> so when we when we do the uh, when we do the intensive, I'll just start throwing out random. Yeah, figures, I've so. not asked. You know, we're talking about ask one more question. <laughs> yeah. I've not asked one more question. If that's true, yeah, probably need to do some uh, market research on that. <laughs> it definitely was in uh, membership sales, and I've just kept the same. I got my I got my hard facts for my projections for like calls and sessions and stuff, just based anecdotally off like the coaches. Yeah. Like, so if you call four people, how many answer? This is like one. I'm like, all right, so it has to be 25%. Yeah. Yeah, done. It's just hard facts. Yeah. <laughs> Market research, hours and hours. Yeah, so if you can build relationships, <laughs> then you can probably sell. Yeah. And if you do authentic sales, it's the same thing. Budgeting, managing finances. Mm. Most most personal trainers, like very high percentage of personal trainers that leave the fitness industry leave based on money. They'll tell you it's for 4,000 other reasons, but it's based on income. Yeah. It's this is too hard for the money that I make. Yeah. It's not filling enough as well. You're not making cash. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You feel, because you feel like a failure the whole time because you're not making enough money. Everything's compounding. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. You have six, those six, the week where six people leave and you just never come back from it. Yeah. It's, it's a it happens, rough week. It happens to everyone. It's a rough week. Yeah, it is. And it'll happen more than once. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So I think that's really, really important. Actually having savings takes the pressure off that. Looking at yeah, looking at finance through a larger lens as well. What's happened over a quarter? What's happened over a year? What happened last this quarter last year? Like we would have fucking been burying ourselves in the ground last quarter if we didn't have the other data to go back to and be like, oh, this is normal. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, just throwing mud at the wall. Yeah. So that's definitely the next one. And then what was the third one you said? Vision. Vision. Yeah. So actually having and coaching some kind finances, of idea where you want your business to go. Mm. Yeah, I like that one. I don't know if it's a skill, but yeah, I've been uh, I've been musing on the topic of deliberate time to think. Yeah, I know it sounds that. a little bit lame, 
but the staring at the wall thing. I haven't done that yet. I might do it this weekend. I keep forget, I, I forget. Me too. Yeah. It's just yeah. Like, oh, what am I going to do today? Staring yeah. at a wall doesn't pop up. Yeah. I stare at the, I do it with the fire a little bit. If we're just sitting around the fire trying that's to kind get of rid of my phone. Is it, is it, does it have to have something that's not moving? Is that the benefit I think the it, idea or? is there's no input, yeah. So you're not... Yeah, because I know for me, I'd look at the flame and be like, oh, there's a big one. There's a little one. Yeah, this one's, yeah. This one's really... Distracting. Yeah, this Still one's like orange. This one's yellow. Like... Yeah. 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 Simple I bet you that part catches first. Yeah, simple yeah, yeah. mind, right? Yeah. So <laughs> how many people, and for yourself, I always make the joke, 3 a.m. Ben, we'll get back to you. Yeah. And I'm, or I like send a message the next day. I'm like, 3 a.m. yesterday, I thought of this. Yeah. And how many people do you hear say in the shower? I was yeah. in the shower. Oh, we were talk about this last week and we never got to it. Yeah, maybe. Because I said most of my ideas happen in the shower. Yeah. Yeah. So there's no distractions. Can't get to your phone. Yeah. You're just actually present with yourself. I get those ideas when I go grocery shopping as well. So maybe I'm just not That's present. That's random. Yeah, I get really good ideas when I'm at the supermarket. Mm. It's probably because I don't absorb. I just hate everybody, so yeah. I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, I'm here. For, I'm here for food. It's just black, yeah. black cloud floating <laughs> through the supermarket. There's too many. Stay people. the fuck yeah. out my way. There's just too many people. Yeah. I just like shut myself off. It's like, yeah, yeah. Um, but I think there's real benefits to that. Yeah. So yeah. we obviously structure it within standout where we do it every twelve weeks, and that'll be the opening part of the intensive. It's like, there's no point doing two days of workshops if you don't even know where the fuck you want your business to be. Yeah. It's really interesting because I've been like podcast, listening to podcast. I've got a speaker. Yeah. So I've been listening to podcasts in the shower. Yeah, yeah. Like, stop that's that. not a good idea. Stop that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm. Yeah, for the sake of our business, stop that. <laughs> yeah. When we, when we got yeah. our new couches and it meant that there was a couch back in the TV room, yeah. we kind of fell into old habits of having dinner, watch a show, yeah. not transition into reading or just sitting around or whatever yeah and i yeah definitely noticed yeah, the so. increased level of input meant way less creative mm. energy yeah i think about um shit when i'm doing like monotonous tasks yeah so if i'm like cooking yeah yeah yeah, I'm yeah. Like, oh, that's a great idea like i found another layer to the exercise selection yeah cool um just from like making dinner yeah yeah <laughs> It's it's interesting but, but though. It's like, like how many more of those could you make with no input? If you're, so I put that post up like, all my content ideas this week are about telling you not to consume my content because like get yeah. off shit. Yeah, yeah. It's, just <laughs> the, it's to get off the medium where yeah. the message lies. <laughs> yeah, and now I'm like, how often when you're cooking do you put on a podcast to distract you that then you're inputting, taking that information in instead of cooking? Where yeah. you could have had an idea, or you could have problem solved subconsciously, yeah. or about not burnt something. the chicken or something. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I'm going to say that on a podcast and say don't listen to a podcast while you cook, but yeah. keep listening to the podcast. Listen to this one. Yeah, don't two two ones. a week. <laughs> Be on the gym floor and yeah, um, barbells and banter. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a week. See, we just lean on each other. It's been a week. <laughs> Now, if you go to online, yep. what are the new ones you need? <clears throat> I've added a few consults about people that have full books and they're like, I want to go online. What do I need to do? What's the new skill you need? The new one? What, yeah. What other? Do you already have those? Yeah. So say you're successful in the gym because we like that first. We need, like people to have done. You need to be super sane at coaching. Yeah. So you need to be a really good coach. Oh. So yeah. that communication dial just turns up even further. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're- what I mean? Yeah, I, yeah. I do. Yeah, I do. Because you got to like have this um, intuition and degree of understanding of the person that you're working with to kind of gauge where they're at. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so if you're a poor communicator, that per- you're like you're not, you don't have a strong relation. If you don't have a strong relationship and you're a poor communicator, like you're just someone who like gives somebody a workout. Yeah. And yeah, they're not yeah. there for because they enjoy you and the process and the client experience is poor. <clears throat> so I think you need, there's another level of coach. You need to be a coach uh, within the online space because then it's like not competitive. Like we talk about differentiation. Yeah. You know, kind of put a whole tile and a whole slide at the weekend intensive about differentiation. Um, And it's like, if you don't differentiate, <clears throat> and I would argue that, yeah, branding and messaging and, and that stuff is really important. Like you get attracted to the results, the the, the personality and mm. 
whatever of the coach but you stay for the relationship it's like you know they come for the information stay for the banter yeah. like yeah, it's yeah. kind of like that um yeah your your ability to coach is that yeah. so if you don't have it it's like you're just they'll just go to another coach they'll mm-hmm. just get another program off someone yeah they're kind of like you know yeah, so yeah, i think yeah. that yeah there's just a layer to that that's um yeah there's just a level to that sorry that you need to um ascend to uh online though system well, systems is not a skill though right yeah I think it is. Yeah, I, th- I think. I mean, like, I think there's a lot of people that just do shit. Yeah, you you have to have a systematic approach, and I, like you probably should have that beforehand. But yeah. if you're doing the others, it's like you're kind of doing all right. Yeah. It's just like you don't have a thing to scale. You don't have a. Well, I think you can do forty sessions without a system. Yeah, so that's all you've got. Your before you the, can't the, have forty online clients. The skills before that um, you're aren't scalable. Yeah. So you can have yep. yeah thirty people doing one service, which is face to face PT. Yep. But I think once you move to the online space and you want more clients, or you want to keep your fa- your face to face and do- be the hybrid coach, your si- you you need to have a system based uh, mentality, yep. and because it's like it needs to be repetitive, it needs to be consistent, it needs to be a high quality, it needs to be automatic, it's, it or, or uh, automated to a degree. Yeah. And if you don't have those things, yeah, it's like minimum term. It's, yeah, you know, your retention is going to be quite poor. Your ability to get results is probably going to be either impeded. that or you're working even more. Well, yeah, and your yeah, you're going to burn out and and whatever. So yeah, systems would be um, definitely, definitely one of those. Um, your product would be shit too. Like if it's just yeah. like not, it's just like oh, I'd send a WhatsApp for a check in whenever. It's like yeah. you know, and you just. Yeah, yeah, sex yeah. questions yeah just be shit so the service would suck um so what did i say systems level up on coaching online coach can we go back to technical skills or we can't no fuck there's one more absolutely critical one what's it start with m m i'm out marketing oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> of course yeah, yeah marketing yeah definitely yeah you yeah. have to be good at marketing to work in the gym yeah, three thousand people there. Yeah, yeah, and you've got the uniform. The yeah. uniform's the marketing and your ability to have a conversation. Yeah. So you're, putting yeah. putting online personal trainer in your bio. Yeah, ain't it? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, mar- well, not sorry, but like, yeah, marketing's huge. Yeah, yep, yep. Coming back to well, both. We've identified technical skills. Being training, so inside training, you've got movement assessment. Progression, regression models, programming. Yep. That's kind of it. Yep. Like everything else falls under those categories. Yeah, 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 that's it. And then nutrition to whatever level that you are qualified to do within your scope. Yeah. Do you think... Now, just be very fucking clear. We don't mean that they don't matter. But do you think the three skills you named... Communication, budgeting... Planning. Vision. Planning. Vision planning. and planning. Yeah. Do you think you're more likely to succeed being good at programming and nutrition, not good at the other three? Or good at those yeah. three and not good at programming and nutrition? Um I think both scenarios have a ceiling. Yep. And I think the ceiling is lower on just being a technically proficient mm. coach at programming and training, only because your capture, your catchment of prospects is significantly more limited. Yeah. I think if you look at the market, the amount of... <clears throat> and, your, and your growth potential as a business is is limited as well because yeah. you don't have that vision. Yeah. You know, you, if you're poor with your finances, it's like, you know, that's... Yeah, well, like we spoke about, this expiry date is kind of like much closer. Yeah. And you're just... You're, you know what it is? If you're poor at finances, your decision to stay in the industry isn't a choice anymore. You're being forced out. Yeah. 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 It's not like I didn't like PT. Most people who didn't like PT probably just didn't. Just making money. Yeah. And they just, just ran smart. a shit business and they were tired. <laughs> yeah. You know, because if you, yeah, like we always ask the question, if you make 150K a year, like, would it be shit? Like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, what other job can you do or we do? Or yeah. what other career can you come into? And it's like, we do all this stuff and have all the perks. Yeah. Um, and make the money we make. So it's just hard to get there. Yeah. Um, And then, yeah, what I say, yeah, in coaching, like, you know, being relatable and yeah. having good relationships and stuff like if you're then the reason I know there's people out there that are gonna you know, obviously like disagree but 
you can only go so far with technical ability because people either have to know or align with that. Like we talked about, like they like the person that's smart. Yeah. But it's like, if you can't show that, if you can't relate to this person, if you're poor at like kind of solving problems and selling, which we kind of said, you'd be better at that if you were coachable and you had vision and all that, then you're going to have less clients. You're going to get great results with them. That's not saying you're a bad coach. Yeah. That's just saying your capacity to run a business and its potential to grow and scale Mm. is heavily limited. So I would also argue it'd be interesting to see the best programmer versus the best communicator with a downloaded program. In a face-to-face gym, the best communicator will win. I think results-wise as well. That's what the point I'm getting to, not business. I think like client outcomes, best programmer who's shit at communication, who's just like, Mm. do this Mm. because I said... And then next week, yeah, do it better, like yeah. that guy. Yeah, and that got like they some of them have that like god complex, like you spoke about in the other podcasts. Like I'm better than you, so just yeah, listen yeah. to me. Yeah. So that versus great motivator, great communicator, great at empathy, great at relationship building, all of yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And here's a program I downloaded off the yeah, internet. Just work hard and do it. You'll win. They'll win. Yeah. In outcomes. Yeah, because it's like if you if you can get someone to that situation where it's like, you know, they'll run through a brick wall. It's like, it doesn't matter what brick wall. It's like they run through it. They're getting something from yeah. it, right? Like, I've heard someone say that about junior. I think it was like uh, American football. Yeah. It's like in pre, up to college, strategy doesn't matter. Yeah, it's all, it's all work You ethic. just need the kids to be willing to run through a brick wall for the coach. Yeah. And if you have that, done. Yeah. Like you, would. I, I would argue for the first twelve months of fitness, like providing you don't hurt the person, like it's the same. Yeah, yeah. Like you just need them to show up to the gym and work hard with what you've given them. Yeah, I, I, yeah. It's it depends what outcomes you determine to be successful too, right? Like yeah. if you want to get phenomenal results with people, and that's what you're passionate about. That's yeah. what gives you fulfillment and all of that. Hundred percent. Your determination of what success is is going to be your own, yeah. and that that is an important distinction to make. Mm. However, if you're measurement is ability to make a career and an income like yep. calorie science programs aren't amazing <laughs> yeah just make more than all of us yeah I don't know what James Smith's programs are like but I assume yeah. they're probably not as detailed as ours and he openly says I'm not yeah. a good co- like I'm not an amazing personal trainer compared to the people I hang out with yeah in terms of the technical skills yeah he's got 20 coaches yeah he's killing it and a million subs on yeah. every platform yeah. So it's like, yeah. And I think I think what's interesting because of the people we hang out with because we are nerds and we do like that stuff and we do like doing it with our clients and it is fulfilling for us and yeah, it's not just about money. I think reflecting on that enough to realize it fucking matters for a lot of people that probably listen to us is really important. Mm. Yeah. I think our way of communicating too is through finding figuring shit out though yeah but that doesn't mean your clients need you clients care yeah so if you're like one of those because i'm just trying to play yeah, yeah, yeah. for the for the pitchforks that are coming right <laughs> so we are just as passionate as anyone who's getting butthurt about this conversation being good at the job yeah we spent how many hours money time yeah figuring shit out i have a 600 well at least 500 page book written on strength training yeah and and it's <laughs> but it's like we communicate with our peers and have those conversations and they're fun and fulfilling yeah your clients don't care yeah most of them don't yeah um and it's like being a good communicator even some of our peers don't yeah <laughs> well, it's like the whiteboard trainer is a great communicator to the person the message is easy simple effective you know transparent free flowing both ways you know, good dynamic, whatever. That person can be smart and effective and good at their job and whatever, but, you know, just have that, those conversations with a different circle is yeah. what I'm trying to say is like, yeah, you, know, you yeah. don't have to... Yeah, don't know, stop doing it. Just stop talking yeah, about it on Instagram. Yeah, don't. Yeah, it's like what Jason then said, like, you know, I've got to get better at this stuff. Like, you have to be fantastic at your job, exceptional. Yeah. But it's to deliver the outcome for the coach, uh, for the client, and yeah. then you have to be really good at forging good relationships with that client, which probably are simplifying really complex tasks and you know, majoring in minors in some instances for people. 
um, leaving the ego there at the door and stuff and, you know, kind of just making sure that you guys are both on the same page all the time. Yeah. What's up, guys? Another quick break. I just wanted to jump in and tell you guys, remind you guys about the STC Fit Learning Mentorship. Now, our mentorship's been running since about 2016, where we've developed trainers through their first year of business in personal training and allowed them to leapfrog the first five years of mistakes that we made. If you're currently studying, looking to finish in the next month or so, or you're looking for someone to help you out with mentoring and all that kind of stuff, jump on, have a look at the details for the mentorship at stcfitlearning.com. Head to programs and mentorship and all the details are there. And you can come and be an STC Fit coach for an entire year. Includes all of our education and direct mentoring from our head coaches. Back to the episode. I went through our company values this week. Yeah. And one of them was excellence. Yeah. So everything we do will be the best that we can possibly do it. Yeah. That's our goal at all times. So that's servicing the client, good programs, good yeah. software. Anything we try and do, we try and do it to the best of our possible ability. Mm. Then the next one was, fuck, what was the word? Prosperity. Yeah. For us and our clients, we're always to aim to prosper and will not accept survival. Yeah. So it's interesting to have those. I think that's important, right? I think yeah. that is a very, when we talk about writing company values and figuring out your own and stuff, mm having those two values having this conversation we're like walking that line now yeah it's like hey you have to be fucking awesome at you what at yeah, what yeah. you do but you also have to make some money <laughs> yeah and like mm. prosper as well and whatever prosper means to you prosper might mean working four hours a day that's fine yeah um but whatever prospering because that's why we said for us and clients yeah it's like whatever outcome they want we're delivering it yeah, yeah i think that's a really important distinction yeah so what I've been so I'm just Go. so going back to the two scenarios, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So the person that beats everyone is the one that has both. Correct. So just yeah, if you if you sit on either point. yeah if you sit on either side, I'm a great communicator. Yeah, I'm good with my finances. I have good vision, or even sub fractions of those. Mm. Make yourself technically fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Make the product better. Yeah, and then if you're a technically amazing coach very well knowledge and experienced in the technical sides of things mm. learn small business yeah like yeah we tell it all the time the sooner you take the ego death and learn the things that you think you shouldn't you don't need to know because you've got a university degree and smart and blah 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 yeah the person that does who's exactly the same as you they're gonna kill it way faster than you yeah you know they are it's guaranteed like, yeah they're just they're just a, a more evolved and complete version of you i just said from a that- from a business perspective I just said something that I found interesting. <laughs> God complex. Um, make I said make your product better. Yeah. I actually think. I know early in my career, I probably looked at my coaching more as an identity, an extension of my identity, than I did as a product. Yeah. And it it blinds you. Yeah. Of when you just separate it from yourself and say this is a thing that I sell. You can call it a service, but I service gives this ongoing thing. It's like, but what's the product? Exchange of value. Yeah, like what do you actually sell to people? What do they actually get? Yeah. Being able to isolate yourself from that and isolate it from everything in any, well, I'm going to work with them for 12 months, whatever. It's like, no, no, no. What's the thing? Allows you then to look at it and go, well, the programming is amazing, but the yeah. support shit or vice versa. How you serve them. Yeah is very very diverse yeah broad yeah and we heavily go into that yeah. at the intensive yeah so if that's not enough to get your tickets <laughs> get your fucking tickets quick they're <laughs> nearly gone so here's where i'm at now with this conversation right we spoke in the fit pod it comes out wednesday about the two years of just just Disgusting workouts that we did. Yep. Force negatives, 21s, yeah, drop sets. loaded stretches, yeah. drop sets, you name it, we did it. Two a days, fucking everything. Ice bars after training before they were cool. Yeah. Nine grams of HMB with 50 <laughs> grams of dextrose yeah. first workout. Four, what was I having? 4.5 grams per kilo of protein, steak and nut breakfast, no carbs with fats. Didn't yeah. fuck it. We've done it all, guys. Done it all. Yeah. 
all of that taught us that when we walk in the door of the gym now, it's not autopilot, but it's fuck. It's there. Yeah, that skill set is always there. I wonder the two years I spent trying to figure out our strength programming model and how to quantify all the stuff that we quantify and then the exercise selection and then breaking down how lifts break down and being able to interpret that and systemize it and be able to write it all down on a piece of paper and say, this is how I coach people. Mm. Now I'm sitting here going, if I was to have a personal trainer sit down with me who was 12 months in and had clients, I'd be I would lean towards learn as much human about human behavior as you possibly can. Yeah. But is that biased because the product, the hard skills already there are already there for me? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Well, you, you, human behaviors kind of sits in the coaching realm for me. Yeah. It's just another layer. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Like, you know, we went Yeah, from, well, it's it's marketing and coaching. So, how to have like a conversation for that. You, you could layer coaching as like how to have a conversation and set boundaries. And then the next layer is like being intuitive and understanding your client without them talking to you from mm. a behavioral perspective, like, you know, observing, um, which you need to be good at from an online coach perspective. Because we talk about like just changing tone, language, like, you know, just yep. writing, you know, infrequencies and check-ins and stuff. Like yep. you're, you've got to be intuitive to that, that it's different. And then you're talking about like complex understanding of human behavior. Yeah. So that's like, fucking super saiyan three (laughs) (laughs) coach like coaching uh, ability so i i think you you can look at it from that perspective yeah it's like that's an evolution of your ability to coach someone yeah so it's probably not one or the other first it's a needs analysis of where your strengths and weaknesses are yeah i even think hard skills like they don't necessarily need to be always developed they need to be sharpened Mm-hmm. So you and I still need to sharpen our skills, yeah. our tools, yeah. to get blunt. Yeah. You think, you know, you like think about all the shit that we do and think about. Like, it's <laughs> fucked up. I don't want to. <laughs> yeah. So there's things that get missed. Yeah. It's not that we don't know them. Yeah. We've forgotten them. Yeah. You know. So I'm. Uh, well, they operate subconsciously at least. Yeah. So yeah. I'm a. I'm. Seventy-five percent sure I'm going to do this nutrition mentorship, strictly for hypertrophy optimization yeah so it's like in the fucking weeds and it's a layer on the hypertrophy mentorship that i did a couple years ago yeah so it kind of like leans into all the stuff we talked about stand out and like how my programming model and how i see you know why i select exercise whatever um i'm 100 percent, not 100 percent, but i'm it's highly likely i'm going to walk into this and be told shit that i already know yeah but I know that there's going to be things that I don't do, things that I don't tell my clients to do, and I'm going to walk out of yeah. it even just with a system or something to add to my system, and that, and that's that sharpening of yeah, the tool. It's front of mind again. Correct. Yeah. And it's like I'll take from what I need in terms of value, mm. and there's probably going to be some new cool shit that I don't know about. You know, it's like something someone's asked the question, someone's proved it with you know research and evidence. So I can now use that to hone and, and sharpen these 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 tools and, and apply them to my client. Yeah. Yeah. So I think all of them is like, I think once you think you've clocked it, it's like, it's a dangerous place. I agree. Like I, I'm, I'm definitely, like I think there becomes a point when you become an experienced coach where you don't need to go to the personal development workshops as frequently. Like, it, you know, mm-hmm. there's only so many times you can get taught energy balance, you know, biomechanics. <laughs> yeah. You know what a what a squat looks like. Like you definitely need to immerse yourself in those, like for a while. Yeah. But then after that, I think there's just like every now and then you just need to either revise to continue to sharpen the tool, or yeah. like you just need to learn little intricate things because you become like this really specialist. Yeah. Like this is a very niche topic that I'm learning. Mm. It's literally nutrition optimized hypertrophy. There's no other discussion about anything. Yeah. So yeah, I think yeah, evolution of coaching, evolution of like hard skills is like. It just becomes Similar. really complex and intricate. Yeah. So I and that's the same, right? Like it's learn to train someone without hurting them. Mm. Learn to train someone to get better outcomes. Mm. Then learn to train someone for a very specific outcome and become a specialist. And then all you do is learn very intricate skill sets within 
yeah. those outcomes. And then, yeah, do you add another layer so you have more specialties or do you become even more specialist at the thing? So I've gone the layers more so than anything else. Yeah, where I've done the... Yeah, just a hyper-focus. <laughs> All the eggs in one basket. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and then, yeah. So I think I think the needs analysis thing, needs analysis thing is important. So it's like, what are, what are the strengths and weaknesses of you in the overall picture now and what will give you the best benefit and then pursue that? Because I think most people are just unconscious of it. Yeah. That that was like my, the take home from the episode I wanted was just to be conscious about the content that you consume. Yeah. Like if you like a celebrity coach, go to their workshop. We did. I don't care. Hmm. We paid Charles Pollock with $900 so, and he fucking rocked yeah. up with no resources. Yeah, we just sat just there and, he, just, and he yelled at me. Yeah. Like, I'm calling him out on different types of H&B. Yeah, Remember yeah. That? It had no <laughs> had no bearing on... I didn't walk out of that What we were going to take to our, co- yeah. our clients, right? Yeah. But well, it was fun and I can say that I sure saw Just made Charles me want to take anabolics. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> I mean, sorry. sorry, I mean nine grams of H&B. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't, I'm not... Sometimes I think maybe I come across as I'm discouraging that stuff and I'm not. But I th- I th- just think people need to be more conscious of what they're doing because you get caught up in what all of your mates are doing and what other yeah. PTs are yeah. doing and you think like, to be the best personal trainer, I need to be I able did. to write the fucking Krebs cycle on a whiteboard. Yeah. Like you don't... I did okay. I'm still doing okay. Yeah, yeah. And I couldn't tell you the steps of the Krebs cycle right now. You're such a piece of shit. I'm a fucking shit coach, bro. <laughs> Fuck, no good. You can't write the stages of the Krebs cycle. I gave two of my clients the same program. We fucking suck. You shit blokes. <laughs> shit blokes, shit trainers. <laughs> Just turn the episode off now. So, yeah, I think if you want to go geek out on it, geek out on it the same way that you would buy a ticket to a comedy show because you like comedy if you like training and you're interested in training and Mm. the celebrity coach is coming and cool I'll go maybe I'll learn some stuff that'll spin off to my clients but don't sell it to yourself that it's just for your PT business yeah but even if it is it's like there's so many other things that you have to do as well yeah yeah. And that's where the needs analysis thing comes in. It's yeah. like, don't, it's not that your skill- don't be like, oh, I ticked off my personal developments this month because I went and saw someone tell me how to squat for the 18th time. Yeah. And I already know how to do that, but I don't know the fundamentals of Running fucking communication. Yeah, I don't yeah. know what a reach model is. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. or yeah, I have no skills with money or I have no vision. I don't know how to set goals. I don't know how to, I've got no systems. Like, yeah. The, all your personal, like what people don't realize is their personal development when they run a small business, which is what 95% of all personal training businesses are, whether it's face-to-face, all online or hybrid, is the personal development from a hard skills perspective is like half of it. Yeah. But they think it's whole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they'll get to a roadblock, whether it's sooner or later, mm-hmm. where their, their scalability or just their growth potential has been capped. Yeah. Because they're only going to be able to attract so many people because they're good at their job. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, well, what do I do next? Like, yeah. how do I move in the online space? No one knows I'm good at my job. I don't know how to market myself. I don't know how to take on 10 clients at once. I don't know how to work with 30 online clients and 15 to 20 face-to-face clients. Like, I don't have any of the capacity to do that. Yeah. So, it's that awareness that comes from that needs analysis and obviously being here on this podcast, listening to this podcast, that we're all for the hard skills and being the best. Yeah. Because we, we are, we pride ourselves on how good we are at our jobs, the hard skills of being coaches. But we know that if you learn all of these other things, you'll develop way faster than we did, which is why we're here. And you'll be able to choose like what you get to do. Your your opportunities in the industry become very broad. Yeah. And reachable. Yeah. Yeah. Valuable. Like it. Very powerful conversation if you're still here. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> Just fuck these guys. They, yeah. they, they turned off when you said you gave two clients the same program. Yeah, yeah. How long is that, Tim? I lost all my credibility. That's perfect. Have you started reading yet? No. <laughs> when? <laughs> You're true. Yeah. I'm, I'm down this huge rabbit hole of like this behavioral stuff at the moment. It's really cool. I um absorb a lot of... I am obsessed with YouTube, if I'm being honest. <laughs> yeah. What do you watch though? Just entertainment? <laughs> it's fine if you do. War history. War stuff, yeah. How... 
bombs are made, <laughs> what the what the sixth generation fighter jet's going to look like, and the technology it has. <laughs> yep. And then it's just like, yeah, just yeah, bro chat. Yeah. It's hot bodybuilding. Just golf. Who's going to win the Texas Pro? Like, by the time know. I watch Flagrant, Rick, yeah, maybe a Peter Finch video. High up there for me. Yeah. yeah, I'm struggling at the moment because there's no Formula One. Because that's yeah. like, is that like six? Oh, hours Premier of League just come back too. So, um, did you watch the Tilders during the week? Yeah, I did. The Tillies. Yeah, cultural moment. Yeah, yeah. I, look, I'm very harsh on. Uh, I actually I wanted to give them a shout out on the other podcast because, like, I don't think people understand like the magnitude of us reaching the semi-finals of a World Cup in any sport. Yeah. Outside of cricket. Yeah. Name when we've ever you know, and it's like oh the Olympics, whatever. It's like yeah, yeah. A, a tournament, a World Cup. It's like, it's huge. Yeah, we don't know? finish top four in the Olympics, though, do we? Uh, no, I don't think so. But it's like, we win gold medals and shit. And people yeah, just like yeah. think, oh, yeah, like we're good at sport. Um, it's a tr- it's a really, really, really amazing feat. And it's like mm. the most watched sporting event in Australian history. Yeah, it's like, pretty wild. It's 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 pretty cool. It's pretty Bigger cool. Bigger since Freeman's 400 yeah, meters. Yeah, yeah. It's hard to, obviously, I'm a very, uh, I was spoiled as a child. Growing up watching arguably one of the greatest football club teams of all time, Manchester yeah, United, yeah. play every week. So mm-hmm. I have a very high standard when it comes to watching football. Yeah. Um. So it's a bit hard to watch sometimes. Yeah. Um. Especially tactically, but yeah, it was a great. It's still a great achievement, and it was still awesome to to watch. And and like we're not out of it. Like we can come third. So it's like getting yeah. a bronze medal at a World Cup in soccer. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty wild. Yeah, yeah. And I would argue that if we had a World Cup for like AFL and shit, at some point, like someone's gonna beat us at it. Oh, as soon as America decides to play. Yeah, well, like, isn't that, I feel like that's partly why, like, it's a gate-kept sport. Can you like, imagine 18 NBA players yeah. that just played football for since they were 12? Yeah, it's a gate-kept it's sport. Over. It's why they, like, introduce it to places where they, like, know that they're not going to beat us. Yeah, it's over. <laughs> Let's bro. go to the underprivileged places. Yeah, yeah, where they can't afford to develop. <laughs> yeah. Fuck, yeah. It's like, oh, we'll verse you guys, but we'll kick a soccer ball and we'll put some goals in there. Yeah. And we'll kind of, like... Yeah, the only challenge with... AFL is the there's an innate I think with American sport it's my impression of it is it's very here's the thing on the whiteboard go do the thing you run here you run there you run here it's very structured it's tactical whereas AFL is not it's not it doesn't have that degree of tactics there's there's a game style there's a Mm. tactic there's rules but there's it's not that structured though. Yeah, to be like, as even like I only played footy till I was sixteen. Yeah. If I sit in the stands at Eddie Had, that's now Marvel. Yeah. I know who's getting the ball four kicks before it happens. Yeah. Because that's how I watch football. Yeah. So if you are eighteen and you come from college and you're a freak athlete, you're just like ball somewhere. Mm. So I th- yeah you'd have the the development time would be a challenge yeah How, what's the gap in like that for soccer how intuitive is that uh oh you would have to immerse yourself in football to understand the tactics of it yeah yeah even though- i feel like i've watched soccer and only got the interpretation from the commentators yeah. something's gonna happen so they could yeah. see it i, I was telling steph it. the whole first half i'm like they need to press they need to push the whole team forward because they're giving them too much time on the ball at the back yep and they need to switch the play well, they do in the second half. They yeah. did that. They just def- defending was terrible. So right. all the goals came from a mistake in the defense. Yeah. So how That's much of it is like, team. how much of it is just pure athleticism versus? Oh no, you need a you need a structure. intuition of understanding the game. Uh, are you saying like individual ability will win the game over tactics? So say, who's like a Odell Beckham? Yeah. It's like I'm done with NFL. Um, keep get, oh, could he go into another? I'm gonna, I keep getting hit in the head. So yeah. I'm going to go, I'm the, say five years ago, one of the most impressive, most explosive athletes yeah. on the planet. Mad dog. I would imagine, give him a soccer ball, give him 12 months. Yeah. He'd be pretty Isn't good. Usain Bolt really good at soccer? Pretty Probably sure. is, yeah. yeah. He wanted to play for Manchester United, but they're like, look, bro, come on, man. <laughs> but like, I <laughs> think he's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. say Odell, right? Change that, of direction, the, explosivity. Yeah. The receiver, wide receiver. You know who I'm talking about, right? Uh, bro, uh, yeah. Yeah, sauce. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, no, you said like that's plays, the... And he I plays was like, for Rams. He yeah. plays for Rams, yeah. He's no. played everywhere. Yeah. Could he 
How long does he need to get good at soccer? Well, that's that proficiency versus training age thing I was talking about in the other podcast. Yeah. It's like he's really proficient because he's like coordinated. He has like all these athletic properties that yeah. can carry over to a degree. Yeah. So yeah, he'd be he would acclimate a lot faster than other people, or the chances of acclimation would be really high. Yeah. So I think he could go to basketball and be good 100%. in a season. Mo- most, but I think if he came to play AFL, it would take five years. Did you know that most NBA players wanted to be NFL players before they got into the NBA? Makes sense. Or high? Oh, sorry, not most. Like there's a high, a high degree of them that played fo- college football, mm. and then they realized either they couldn't get in or like whatever, and then they played basketball and. Just yeah. these like superior athletes. Yeah, you know, you know. When, I don't know if I've said this already, but uh, when I was at university, I had to write a uh, journal. Mm. I, I, I've got to find this journal, eh? <laughs> and so it was a, it was in philosophy. So it was a yeah. philosophy of sport, and I wrote a journal on, uh, what was it? It's like some fucking bullshit word, where like American sport, and in particular the NFL, is a reflection of like they're just like huge military culture. Yeah. Yeah, I've actually heard that broken down before. Yeah, so I wrote this like fucking, you know, it had to be like in a certain style and yeah, blah, blah, yeah. blah. But it got published in the journal. So I should, uh, and I was like, I don't know, it probably wasn't a good journal. <laughs> but yeah, it's like, you know, one of the ones where like, they just let the university students feel like important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I wrote about that. That like, just their tactics are a reflection of just them as a society. Yeah. And it's like, potentially, because they have like a heavy military-based culture that like that's why they love that kind of sport because it's a game of territory mm. so it's like yeah america's kind of yeah you know motivated that. motivated <laughs> by motivated by controlling territory yeah um so yeah anyway it's just like a little cool fact yeah that's interesting yeah all right that was a good app yeah it was i hope that was thought-provoking like i said last chance i think now yeah I don't know what day it is but i'm pretty sure you only have a week left to get your tickets yeah so, get your tickets, guys. It's going to be a great weekend. I'm so excited for it. So yeah. don't miss out. It's been another 12 months till we run another one. Yeah. 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 Sydney 2024. Yeah. Maybe. It. We'll see. All right. Thanks for listening. Use the share button in the corner. Like, subscribe, do the comments, do all the stuff. Um, thank you. And we'll see you next week. See you next time. Bye. <laughs>